0: episode of the I Don't Care, I Love It podcast. I'm Haley and I'm your host. You guys, I'm so excited about this podcast. It's been a long time coming. I've been wanting to do this forever. When I was growing up, I used to say that I had three talents, talking, walking, and pouring milk. And honestly, not much has changed. I love to talk. I have a lot of very strong opinions about pretty much everything possible. I love to share those opinions. I'm so excited about this podcast pretty much just to hang out and talk and have fun and just to have a platform to talk (laughs) to the universe. Um, And, you know, kind of this podcast was started, so you guys can listen to me rant and ramble so my husband doesn't have to, even though he's a great sport about it. So anyways, I'm just so excited about this. I actually started a podcast a few years ago in 2016, I think. It was called The Bright Side if I remember, and it was actually so cute. I went around Salt Lake City and I interviewed a bunch of people asking them the best part about their day, who their idol was, what makes them happy. It was so, so cute. And I never had the guts to post it. (laughs) And ever since then, I've just been wanting to do this and I'm so excited. So thank you so much for being here and for supporting me I just could not be happier, and even if I only have one listener, I'm just having fun, and that's why this is called I Don't Care, I Love It. I don't care what anybody thinks about me or what anybody thinks about what I have to say. I'm loving it, and I'm having so much fun, so let's do this. Okay, so it's election season. This podcast is coming out the day after Election Day, November 9th, which also happens to be my favorite Colleen Hoover book, which is why I picked that day. And for so long, I've been telling everyone who will listen that I would be an amazing president. Not seriously, not in a real way, but I just have some awesome ideas that I'd love to implement. And so it just makes sense that the first episode of this platform, my podcast, is me telling y'all my ideas of if I were president, my immediate executive orders. The president... You know, there's, I don't really know a whole lot about this, but Avery and I like to watch, um, what's it called? Where everybody dies and that guy becomes president. Oh my gosh. I have to look up what's called. Hold on. Designated Survivor. That's what it is. Okay. That show is so good. We love it. And Kiefer Sutherland, the main guy, he's, he's amazing. So anyways, everybody dies. And for some random reason, he's like the cabinet of Homeland Security or something really obscure. And he's the only person left. He's the designated survivor. So he becomes president. And it's all about his first 100 days. What is he going to do in his first 100 days? So this is kind of gruesome, but whatever. I'm just going to have you guys imagine that everybody died. And for some reason, I was visiting the White House. Let's say I was the podcast guest (laughs) at the White House that night. And they make me president, okay? These are my first presidential decrees, and probably I would get targeted for the terrorist attack because I already have these ready to go, but I promise I'm not doing anything like that. Anyways, this is getting out of hand. Um, These are my first 100 days executive orders for the, um, what's it called? (laughs) The United States of America. We'll add it to the Constitution. Guaranteed, it'll make the most amazing country in the world for now and forever. So here we go. Hope you guys like it. Number one, Winnie Pooh is our mascot. Hear me out. He's, he's my idol, first of all, and he's the kind of energy that we need around here. Okay. He's happy to be here. He's easygoing. He's friends with everybody. He's not in a rush. His little belly's poking out. He doesn't care. He wears his most comfy favorite clothes. He eats his favorite food every day his name sucks. Let's be honest. He doesn't care. He's just so happy to be here. He is the best vibes. Winnie Pooh, he's our mascot. That right there is going to do so much. Okay. Number two, this is not a hot take, but this is honestly first on my agenda. The iPad flip has to go immediately illegal. Okay. You're going, you guys, you've all been there. You're going through the drive-thru at Starbucks. You're starving. You're on your way to work and you just really want a banana bread. So you order a banana bread. The barista, the person who takes your order, your your money at the window goes to the cabinet, pulls the banana bread out of the cabinet, puts it in a bag and tells you it's going to be 7.87. I say, "Okay, no worries." You hand her your card. She gives you the iPad flip and she goes, "I'm just going to ask you a few questions," as if she doesn't know what questions it's going to ask me. Here are the options for the tip. Guys, this is no joke. When I I literally bought a banana bread the other day, and these were the tip options. It was $7, by the way 15%, 25%, 35%, this is not a joke, or other for handing me a banana bread. Listen, I am all about tipping well. I used to work in food service, I get it. I love to tip a great waiter, but are you please like it's more work for you to flip the iPad than it is for you to get me the banana bread? I just, I cannot handle it. And then you feel like the worst person in the world when you hit other and type in zero dollars, sign it and flip it back, and they can tell. You see immediately in their eyes, they're like, oh, have a nice day. I'm like, yes, thank you. I will. I just paid you seven dollars for a banana bread. I'm not gonna pay 35% of that, like four dollars or whatever. That's not, that's like 50%. $2. Free to flip the iPad. It's gotta go immediately in in my America, you guys, the iPad flip is illegal. You're welcome, applause. Okay, number three, I'm very proud of this idea. So, this, this kills two birds with one stone. You'll see, that was pun intended, you'll see why. So, when you turn 65, okay, if you want to keep your license, I'm sorry, but it's just, it has to be done you have to go to the DMV and do a driver's test. Now this driver's test is accomplishing two things. First, it's a driver's test because maybe you're very competent at 65, but maybe you are literally more dangerous than someone driving under the influence. And we just need to, I'm so sorry, but just, you know, take the license. It's gonna be okay, get you an Uber pass. So it's a driver's test. But it's also disguised as a grumpy old man test, okay? I have decreed that grumpy old men are the number one menace to society. We have this neighbor. He is the grumpiest worst old man ever. It's just I can't, okay? Grumpy old men are the menace to society. So you do the driver's test but it's also secretly a test to see if you are a grumpy old man slash the worst menace to society. If you prove to be a menace to society in either regard, one, if you need to, you know, work on your driver skills, you have the opportunity to go to driver's ed. If you can pass the test, you can keep your license, okay? Two, if you prove to be a grumpy old man you have to go to grumpy old man camp. This is like summer camp, okay? You go to camp and we teach you just how to stop and smell the roses. Just to smile at your neighbors. To to care about something other than your lawn and your cars, okay? That is going to do more for this country. <sighs> I'm so excited about this. I wish it was real. Okay, number four. On that same vein, the crown jewel of society, other than our mascot, Winnie the Pooh, is nice, sweet, just make you go, aw, old men. You guys, they are just the best and deserve to be celebrated. You know who I'm talking about. For example, we have a walking trail by our house and I walk our dog, Peach, most days. And there is the sweetest old man. He is wearing his... Slacks, for lack of a better word, <laughs> I don't know what slacks. He's wearing his like nice pants up past his belly button, okay? He's wearing his nice, pressed flannel shirt tucked into his slacks, and he has cutest little suspenders on. He has a little cap, you guys, I can't even. This is like storybook. He lifts up his cap as he passes everyone, gives them the biggest smile and says good morning. He's wearing his nice shoes and he is just shuffling along on a morning walk. Just so happy to be here. I'm sure he's lonely. I'm sure he's sad. But he walks on the canal every single day. He's got to be 80, you guys. Smiles, the most genuine smile at every single person makes all of our days. And, and they're everywhere. These nice, sweet old men. They need to be celebrated. They need cookies on their doorstep. They need a nice, firm handshake. We all need to chip in. Give them a nice firm handshake. Say, hey, Doug, how you doing? Just make them feel loved and appreciated. Ugh, they're the best. All right, number five. This one's pretty pretty easy, pretty obvious. I don't know why this hasn't been done, done yet, honestly, but cancer has got to go. We got to do away with cancer. I can't believe no one else has thought of it or no president has done this, but I declare starting now in my presidency, cancer is done. Period. Bye. Number six of my presidential first agenda slash communist leader decrees. (laughs) Um, We're going to end 99% of depression in women. Okay. It's very simple. One simple rule no more hormonal birth control. Wow. That is hard to say. No more hormonal birth control. Boom. Solved. Guaranteed. You guys, watch this happen be done with hormonal birth control, figure something else out. There's, there's plenty of other options. And we're actually gonna do a whole episode on like fertility and stuff like that. We're getting rid of that and watch 99% of depression in women drop for the coming generations. I promise. Okay. Number seven, daylight savings has got to go. Okay. This has actually already been done. They actually voted on it and everything. And it ends next year, November twenty twenty three. But I have been saying this for years. I've been basically basing my whole presidential campaign on this for the past 10 years. And basically, I just really want credit for it. I'm so glad it finally happened. It was my idea. I've been I've been posting about this on my Instagram story for years. <laughs> and I want credit for this in my presidential um, reign. So Daylight Savings got to go. Thank goodness it's gone. Nobody needs it. Look up the heart attack rates in the spring of Daylight Savings. Anyways, okay, you guys. Number 8. I'm so proud of this idea. Okay, I'm so proud of this. I'm so excited to tell you this. So, here's the thing. You know that you know that phrase, that saying, you catch more flies with honey than with vinegar. We are reward system based humans. I don't know why the government hasn't figured this out yet. But like the best way to get someone to do what you want is to make them want to do it because of the reward at the end, not because they might be punished. So I am enacting right here in my presidential reign slash (laughs) campaign, a traffic reward system. Hear me out. You're driving on the freeway. You want to be really conscious of the other drivers. You want to be really safe. Okay. You want to be a good citizen you want to contribute to society. You passed your old man test. Um, you just, you want to be a great contribution. Okay. And you are driving five over. Listen, this is a whole other thing. No one can drive the speed limit. Speed limit, take it. Okay. Five over, perfect. The, the speed limit on the freeway says 70. You are driving 75. Okay. You are driving safe. You put on your blinker for at least three seconds before changing lanes. You're not causing any accidents today. Everyone's driving safer because of your example. You are being a stand-up citizen, okay? A couple weeks later, you get a letter in the mail. Because I'm, I'm realistic about, you know, the government's timeline. A couple weeks later, you get a letter in the mail. And they say, hey, Doug, we just really appreciate you being an outstanding citizen and driving so safe on the freeway the other day. Here's 10 bucks. Or a free peppermint shake at Chick-fil-A. Thanks so much. We appreciate you. Okay, true or false, Doug is going to be an awesome driver and do his very best to be a stand-up citizen from here on out because of that reward. Now, say he was driving five over and kind of being crazy, and he got pulled over and he gets a $250 ticket. I don't know about you guys, but to me, I'm almost going to be spiteful and not be the best driver and just kind of like barely skirt through the gray area just because I'm freaking bugged at them. I'm a great citizen. I think they have better things to do than to be pulling me over and giving me a $203 ticket. So a traffic reward system. This goes for a full stop at a stop sign. This goes for going 20 in the school zone. For all the other traffic things, being a safe stand-up citizen, a great driver, They just want to—they want to shout you out. They want to give you little rewards here and there, guaranteed. Watch this be a safer, better place. Okay, all right. Number nine. This one's a little bit more serious. I don't want to get into death row, da da da. But if you abuse animals, death row. I am sick and tired of being on TikTok, laughing, having fun, and getting the saddest video of a dog who's been starved. And I can't even, I can't, the worst people are animal abusers. It's actually a criteria for being a psychopath. So death row. All right. Number 10, I'm a nurse. It's also like one of my major personality traits. If you know a nurse who's worked the floor in the hospital, you know, it's, it's, um, we're all very trauma bonded (laughs) and we're just trying to cope. Um, but comedy in hospitals. Okay. We got to have comedy on the TVs in the hospital. We're going to have stand-up comedians come in. We're going to have clowns, not the scary clowns, like the cute, fun clowns. Maybe not even clowns, just a comedy guy. Come in, give them some balloons. I don't care how old you are. Smiling, laughing, having comedy in your life. Guaranteed people are going to heal better and faster. Okay. Comedy in hospitals. Number 11. We're almost done. Okay. Tax season. The government tells us, I guess I'm the government now because I'm the president. The government tells the people how much we owe the government on tax day. You don't have to hire someone and pay them thousands of dollars just to tell you how much you owe the government. And then in case you get it wrong or they get it wrong, you get fined. All this crazy stuff happens. Look, in my America, you guys. The government's just going to say, hey, Haley, you owe this much for taxes this year. If you could send us a check by this day, that'd be great. And then if you think it's too much or whatever, you have the chance to challenge it. And at that point, if you want to, you can hire your own accountant and you can have them crunch the numbers and you can come back. And then you guys can have a peaceful discussion or debate. Okay? but as regular Joes, we don't need to hire and pay someone and go through all the work just so we can tell the government. Hey, um, I owe you this much, and then say no, and then you're in trouble. Okay, just the government in my America, you guys starting now. The Government's gonna tell us how much we owe them. Okay, number twelve. I actually realized there's thirteen. Sorry, <laughs> number twelve on my list of decrees slash um, monarchy rulings is dogs are in schools. Period. Elementary schools have dogs. I know people are allergic, da da da, da. We, There's plenty of hypoallergenic dogs like my dog, Peach. She's fantastic, okay? Dogs in schools, no child should be raised scared of dogs. They are the best part of life. They bring us the most joy. I swear, there's studies that people who grow up with a dog are more well-adjusted. They have less allergies. They're more calm. They're less fearful. Dogs in elementary schools all the time. Not up for debate. Okay, number 13, my last one. The law doesn't apply to you. This is my, um like, presidents have the grace thing. Everyone gets a grace if you want to mess with spam callers. If you want to find out where they are and send them a glitter bomb or a fart bomb, or if you want to find out their at on Instagram and destroy them on Instagram, I will t- look the other way. I will... Pardon you. Obviously, you know, no like hurting people like physically or murder or anything like that. But some friendly like you suck. We support it in this country, one hundred percent, all the way. You are pardoned, and it's actually it's actually what we need. So no more grandmas, you guys. This is so sad. Avery's grandma got a call. <laughs> oh my gosh! And they and the guy said, "Hey, you're." grandson, Zach, is in danger and he needs $20,000 ASAP. Bless Grandma Wilson's little heart. She asked someone to drive her down to the bank or somehow she got down to the bank and she was trying to wire this spam caller $20,000. Thankfully, someone stopped her, but these spam callers, yeah, you want to mess with them? I will look the other way. Those are all my presidential decrees. If any of you across the pond are listening, you know, Kim Jong-un, um, what's the Russian? Um, Vladimir Putin, Macron in France, hey, even King Charles and Camilla, if you guys are listening to this, you are welcome to take any of these ideas and implement them. Nothing's copyrighted. This is all just for the greater good of society. So you're welcome to take it. But anyone else listening, please let me know what you think. Let me know um, what you think of the podcast, what you think of my presidential decrees, if you'd vote for me. (laughs) Um, Better yet, while we're at it, this is my first episode and I'm kind of nervous, to be honest. I'm like, what if everyone hates it and no one likes to listen to it and it's total flop? It's totally fine if it is. I can handle it. But if you didn't find this absolutely cringe and you enjoyed the episode, I'd appreciate it so much if you could subscribe to I Don't Care, I Love It, if you could give a podcast, a rating, and a review to help us grow, and if you could share it with someone. Send it to your besties group chat, your family group chat, share it on your Instagram story, your TikTok, whatever you do would mean so much to me. And hey, even if you hated it, you can share it. Um, If you hated it, you can send it to your ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend, and make them suffer. So either way, share it with someone. You can write your senators about these ideas. You can send it to your senator. Hey, you can even send it to Joe Biden. You know, I'd I'd be happy to have a meeting with him and share with him my ideas. (laughs) Anyways, I just appreciate you listening to me so much. Lastly, you can follow me on Instagram at Haley PS if you want to see more opinions and thoughts and just behind the stories. So thank you so much for listening. Vote for me. Bye. Let's go. go. Thank you so much for listening to I Don't Care, I Love It. You can catch a new episode every Wednesday. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. And if you like this episode, we'd appreciate it so much if you could give us a rating and a review wherever you listen to this episode. Thanks again. We'll see you next week.